Welcome to Shot Callers, and I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today is an extremely special day because not only do I get to interview a very important person, but I also get to interview my dear friend, Clara Capano. Clara, welcome to the show. Oh, Dennis, thanks so much. I have been waiting for this day. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I know it's the uh, the energy coming up to the show is just it's exciting for me because I know about what you do and I can't wait to share it with everybody else. So Clara is a strategist for the smart woman. She's an international speaker, a best selling author, an award winning educator, and she's also the executive producer and creator of the Working Women's Channel. She has two shows that I know about. And um, so welcome, Clara, again. Very excited to have you on the show, and we are going to get right into it if you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Awesome. So you're a speaker, an author, and a host of two TV shows. What was your vision as a kid? You know, it's really weird because I had this vision. I knew from a young age that I was supposed to do something big, right? but I didn't know what that was. And I think I made the mistake of feeding into the fears of listening to people around me. Oh, it'll be too difficult. It'll be too hard. You'll never make any money. So I kind of put it aside and, you know, went more of the safe route of looking and thinking that I would end up being a doctor or an attorney or something like that. But there's always been something in me that just knew I was meant to be on stage and I was meant to do something big. You know, knowing a little bit about your background, it's amazing to me because you've had successful careers too. So it's not like that's always the best that the always the crazy the thing that amazes me is, is wait a minute. You're, so you're very good at one career path, but you have this calling for something else. So that's why I admire because it's, it's not an easy shift for people to be in a successful career path and be like, well, yeah, but I'm just not serving enough people. I want to serve more when you could just really actually just the money's there. You, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> doing good. The money's there. So uh, I got to give you kudos to that. So what would you say like your aha moment was that shifted you down this path? You know, I was working in sort of that safe job where I had the salary and the 401k and again, the corporate card, love the corporate card. But again, just feeling that something inside of me just wasn't quite in alignment. And I would say my biggest moment was when my son was about three years old. Okay. And I was working long hours. I was getting my master's degree, you know, doing all of these things and, and trying to keep all the plates that were spinning, you know, spinning the way they needed to. And one night he came to me and he just wanted to, you know, show me something that he had been working on. And here's this little boy at three years old. And he's basically, you know, tugging at me saying, mommy, you're not paying attention to me. And I think it was right then and there because I've always had, again, this drive and I love my drive. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse, but sure. I think what was happening is I was not being present where I really needed to be present. And I think that that was the moment for me that I said, okay, we got to take a time out. We got to start redefining what success is. And we've got to look at this from a different angle. That's powerful. That's powerful. And I know that that brings on a passion in you that with, with you talk about burnout, and I know that's a big subject for you. And I'm sure with all the ladies that you work with and that you coach, that's a big subject. So tell me how you turn that into your, your breakthrough 
And why do you think so many women in business suffer from burnout? Great question. Thanks for asking that. You know, for me, it was that moment, you know, after my son did that, I just kind of remember falling down and just the tears could not stop. And I really had to make a, a decision in that moment. Was I just going to get back on the hamster wheel and just kind of say, okay, pull it together and move forward? Or was I really going to take this moment and again, make it a defining moment for me? And so in that moment, I just decided that I was going to stop chasing, you know, the things that normally we chase. The, the title, the money, all of those things. And I was really going to get clear on what was most important, which was being an amazing mom, but also being a role model, not just for my son, but for other women around me, you know, and I really wanted to focus on leaving a legacy because I think so many, and men have breakdowns too, don't get me wrong, but you know, I focus more on women because yeah, that's what I am. And I think it's just so hard for us to put ourselves first because we have been sold this message that taking care of ourselves is selfish. You know, if we are to say, oh, I'm going for a massage, it's like, oh, well, look at her. She's going for a massage. Look yeah. at all the time she has. And I really started to shift my thinking in that if I truly want to be the best, if I want to be the best mom, if I want to be the best friend, if I want to be the best in my business, I have to be whole. I have to be well. I have to be, you know, filled up. And so it just really taught me that this was not just going to be another moment. And burnout actually was keeping us from our goals. It was yeah. keeping us from success and it was keeping us from being the best versions of ourselves. So I just now am on this quest. And as I started talking with women and sharing with them, just simple tools, you know, as the strategist for the smart woman, I don't want women to think that they have to completely trash what they're doing and rebuild everything. Oftentimes it's just in these little tweaks and first and foremost, knowing that we matter, knowing that ourselves, our time, our health, our mindset matters and using that as the basis for our platform for success. That's so powerful that you're able to do that because I mean, with, we talk about, you know, and, and hard work and drive is, is such, mm -hmm. it is a blessing and a curse and talking about presence and being able to do those things. It's, it's not always easy. Um, people always say they want to be successful and they want to have all these careers, but, you know, management and getting those things, how do you do that? How do you teach women? And, and why is it so hard for women and men uh, to say no and to set boundaries? You know, I think it comes from a place of fear and a place of scarcity. You know, okay. when we saying yes is easy because there's no confrontation, you know, we don't have to explain it and we are giving and it feels good to give. But the problem is, is that when we say yes to something, we also have to say no to something. And we are not focusing on the things that we have to say no to, which generally come from our own buckets, because yeah. we then have to take time away from the things that are important to us. So I think what we have to do is let go of that fear and let go of that scarcity. I know for me, when I started off on my career of being more of a consultant, a coach, and a speaker, I was saying yes to everything. Yeah. Well, the problem was, is I was not attracting the right clients. And the time that I was spending with the wrong opportunities kept me from focusing on cultivating the right opportunities. And so I think we have to understand that when we start to stand in our truth and we start to say yes to the right things, there is so much opportunity out there. There is more than enough for us to be successful. And when we say 
yes to something that is wrong, we're actually stealing that opportunity from someone who's perfect for that opportunity. So I think, again, we have to understand that saying no is not a bad thing because it's allowing us to serve. Those people can find the right people for them and we can be open to find the right people for us. So I think we have to just let go and just understand that there is true abundance in saying no and opening ourselves up for the right opportunities. Wow, that's powerful. That's a moment of clarity, folks. That's that's what that is. That's that is so powerful because I've never looked at it like that. But now that you mention it, somebody else is perfect for that opportunity. And in their career or their path, if you take if we take that opportunity away from them, maybe we're you know, I don't want to say overqualified or for the topic or, or whatever it may be, but maybe it stresses us out to where we, we don't deliver our best self for that message. Somebody else may get super excited and, and is a perfect fit. That's, that's such a powerful way of looking at it. And that's, I love that saying no to somebody, you know, the right person is there. That's wow. That's really good. Thank you for that. That's You're welcome. Big. I'm learning. I'm learning early this morning. So, um, uh, what did you find happened to your life and, and business when you um, started to set these boundaries and you started to go through and, and change that? What happened for your life and your business? Everything changed. Okay. From a business perspective, my business started to, to flourish. And again, I started finding the right people. You know, my personal life started to just have greater impact. I found that again, I was more present and it was just in these little comments, you know, little comments of my family saying, where's your phone? You're not on your phone, you know? And my friend saying, I actually had dinner with one of my friends and I was really focusing on being present. And he looked at me and he's like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, why? He's like, cause you're not interrupting me. You normally would be so quick to respond and just always on to the next thing. And I said, no, I'm practicing being present. And he's like, that's amazing. So it was just in the noticing, but I will tell you one of the biggest changes is I was happy. And it's not to say that I was negative before, but again, I was always chasing. And to just finally be good with who I was and to really feel fulfilled because I knew I was finally in the right spot and I was taking time for the right activities and the right people, I became happy and content. And not that I still don't have my drive. I still have my drive, but I just, I love what I do. I love waking up in the morning. I love the excitement of a Monday morning and going into the week. I love being able to know that every day I can share something with somebody. I just, I love life. And that was not something that I could say before. I love the fulfillment part of that. And I'm gonna get more into that in a little bit, Um, but I love that. And just to tell you a story. So we went to, when we went on vacation to Disney one one time, I know my my wife had me take a picture with her phone and I had my phone on my lap and I dropped my phone and I didn't know it. And Disney has this rule, like it's something like three days. If you don't get it within three days, just forget it, it's done. But being at Disney where I'm usually working or being on vacation where I'm usually working, checking my emails, getting a million texts. Like, so I had my wife send out like five texts to the office and whatnot. And my sister and the people who needed to know like, Hey, if you need anything, text me. And other than that, it was such a crazy experience. I had, it's been so long. If you think of how long it's been since you haven't had your cell phone at your hand and haven't been and like, so like dinner was different and just Mm -hmm. like 
the shuttle ride, the little things were just so much different because it was like, I, I had to start up a conversation because otherwise like I'm, I'm doing nothing. So, and, and it's not hard for me to talk, which is, which is easy to do. So, um, but it was just so amazing. The difference experience, the difference in experience of just of how much present I was because of that mm -hmm. and how much of a difference. And it was by force, but either way, I still got the message. <laughs> so, it's a, uh, I mean, it's a lesson all of us should have to go through at least one time and yeah. realize that, okay, we're going to be okay. And yeah. it really focused us to, again, get back to the core of building relationships and being present. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I need to put more rules in force and more boundaries in force for myself for that, because, you know, it's easy to constantly go back into work and, and because that's what you do. I mean, I enjoy what I'm, what I'm doing. So it's really hard to like, it's mm -hmm. not work to me to do that. So I get, there's always a little inner struggle with between the devil and, and an angel there mm -hmm. about what, what's right and what to do. So um you come from a family of overachievers so yes, how did do. how do you feel that that <laughs> impacted you again another blessing and a curse um yeah. you know one of the things that comes from a family of overachievers is it did instill my drive and my ability for a very strong work ethic so you know i, I love getting out there i'm a creator the the challenging side is people don't understand me <laughs> I remember calling my sister a couple of days ago saying, nobody gets me because it's not that I'm never satisfied. I just know I can always do more. Mm -hmm. And I, I love to be able to serve and I love to be able to go global. And when I have a new idea, it's not so much that I have to share it to make money. I have an obligation because I know if I hear something, learn something, create something that can help another person. I have to get out there and share it. So yes, I have one TV show. Well, I have to start another TV show because it was another way to serve. Yeah. You know, if I have one avenue of my business, I have to open up another avenue. So yes, I speak, I write, you know, I have masterminds, I have a TV show and all of that will continue because it's that inner drive to be able to do more, not from a selfish perspective, but from a selfless because I have things to say yeah. and I need to get out there and say them because even if it only helps one person, then I've done my job, but it's, yeah, it's definitely a blessing and a curse because I, I'm never going to say satisfied because I always know I can be doing more, you know, but at least now that I'm doing it in the areas that fill up my soul and it feels That's good. That's a huge part of it too. It's something that fills up your soul. And I just got off a call and I said, I'm going to start a support group for people like us. Um, because realistically, there's a set of group of people and there is, it is really hard because it, we really do live in a limitless world. And yeah. to say, what are you capable of? You have no idea. Mm -hmm. You really have no idea. So you haven't hit that limit yet. And so when you get out there and you can help people and change people's lives, I mean, look at what you're doing for women and the different strategies you have in force with your coaching, your mastermind. I've watched your show. I love it. Um, and, you know, I'm so excited about you and Chris's new show. Can you tell me, can you give me some sneak peeks of what's going to happen Absolutely. with that? Let's, let's hear about this. Yes. So Carissa Atkins and I are joining forces. We collaborated on a book, Women Who Boss Up, and we just wanted to take it, you know, to a different platform. So we have created Living Real TV, and it's real conversation about real life, 
with real women. So if you think it's sort of the view meets Oprah meets Ellen. So we're bringing in real conversations where we can go deep into some serious topics, also some fun topics, but also bringing in the lightheartedness about it. So, you know, we have a, a master mixologist, so we're going to have a signature drink. We're going to be making sure that we laugh along the way. In one of our episodes, we have a comedian coming in, but it's really just going to be about getting down and dirty with women. And again, you know, pulling back, pulling back the, the curtain and just showing what it's like in real life. And that's going to be so exciting to watch because you guys energy, energy level, excuse me, when you guys are together, is just, I mean, it's just, and I've only been on a few phone calls, so I can't imagine in person um, how overwhelming that would be, the amount of power. And so I'd have to bring a whole posse if I was going to be involved in that. Um, it's because going to be epic. We're filming this week, so you're going to feel the energy from a universal standpoint, I'm sure. I am so excited and I'm glad to be a part of that it, as far as that goes. That's so cool. Um, so what, what would you say as far as what is your best tip for women in business? You know, I think the best tip would be coming back to, again, setting boundaries and saying no, okay. and just really understanding that no is a good thing. Because again, it puts you in the right realm to be able to help the right people. So I think really understanding that it's not a limiting thing. It's actually opening the door to the right kind of abundance. So letting go of that fear and just allowing yourself to put your goals and your needs on, on a level of importance. And again, it's not about being mean. It is not about closing the door, but it's about opening the door to the right things. That's, yeah, that's, wow, that's, and, and today too, like, I just noticed, like, as we started Motivation Success TV and going through all this process, I feel like there's such a good shift of, that I've learned from some powerful women now teaming up with you guys and just seeing all the different things that, that, I mean, we are just advancing at such a, a moment that, I think everybody just needs to open their ears and listen because there's so many cool things going on. And I know that even though that we had the pandemic and, and loneliness is up 60% or whatever it is, mm -hmm. there's a lot of good things behind the scenes happening. Things like your, your show, uh, the Working Women's Channel, all these different things happening that people can go and they can find this positive skill set and skills that can they can change their lives and they can improve those instead of focusing on yeah there's a lot of negative stuff out there there's as much as you want and if you want to collaborate that you can get on any social media platform and you can find it but um kudos to you for doing that that's thank um, you and you know i always say to my students and in my trainings you know we can only control two things every day our mindset and then the actions we take and the actions will stem and you're right there's always going to be negative things around you it's just a matter of what are you going to focus on? That's and for true. me, yeah, there is a pandemic that greatly impacted my ability to get out and speak. And it also afforded me the opportunity to pivot and to reach people through virtual summits, through TV shows. I created my TV show during the pandemic. And that allowed me to reach people that I never would have been able to reach. So the idea is it's your choice. And I just choose to focus on the opportunities because in the midst of even the darkest areas, there's always going to be people that we can serve and people we can help. And it's just a matter of what are you gonna choose, the path of scarcity or the path of abundance. 
I love it. I love it. And it's so true because I mean, I think of all the relationships, our relationship formed during the pandemic mm -hmm. and all of the networking of positivity that we have surrounding what's going on. It's just insane. It's just so exciting because to me, you know, it's, I, I almost feel almost guilty sometimes because I'm like, if people are, you know, you see them, oh yeah, it's, it's so druggy. And I'm like, what? I'm like, it's like, I'm meeting people that are just amazing daily. And I come home completely fulfilled. I'm talking to all these entrepreneurs and all these positive impacts on life. You just have to go out and find it. And you need to mm -hmm. set the news at your pace and, and make sure that the positivity is going your way. So, um, Again, I'm glad that you're one of those people and I'm glad that you're, you've got a couple of shows on the network. So what advice would you like to share with younger women creating their path to success? You know, going back to what we started off with, I didn't listen to my inner voice. I didn't follow my initial path. I fed into the noise of how hard it was going to be. And you know what? Your dreams are going to be hard to go after and it's going to take a lot of work. Go after it. If you feel a calling towards something, you got to go for it. Research it. That was my problem. I didn't research it enough. I didn't find out. There's always going to be a million reasons why you can't do something or maybe why you shouldn't do something. All you need is that one reason why you should. And focus on that one reason and dig deep, connect with people, research, find others who are doing what you do, even if they're in another country. But go after that drive, go after that inner voice. How did you, how did you overcome those naysayers or those people? Because I mean, we all get it. We all get those people who are, you know, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like, I mean, like mm -hmm. you, you had the corporate card, you had the corporate job, you know, all these people, oh, that's, you're just, you're just putting yourself at risk. How did you just surpass that? Did you just decide one day and just go, or how did that, how did that work for you? Well, I waited too long, you know, it was probably close to being in my 40s when I finally was able to, you know, wake up and see these things. And it was my mentor, you know, it was one of my mentors, Larry Kendall with Ninja Selling, who basically taught me to again, look at the abundance and, and know that my voice matters and to understand that unlocking my ability to grow. And he was the one that introduced me to a, a quote or a passage from Marianne Williamson, Our Deepest Fear. And that, you know, our deepest fear is that we are powerful. And the idea there was one sentence in her passage of that our plain small is not serving the world. And for some reason that hit me and I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not playing small, I'm going after it. And everybody thought it was crazy. And I said, that's fine. You know, I joined on the crazy train and it's turned out really well. That, yeah, wow, that's, that's true. And, and I love, cause I love the magic of thinking big, the book. And I love that whole entire part of thinking, but going, going back to the mentor segment there really quick. And I, so I had great mentors too, when I, not only through my father and mother growing up, but also in business, uh, when I started in business at 20. And that's why I advanced to the level I did in such a quick manner is, is mentoring. And, and it, and I had no idea what I was doing. So my mentor, fortunately is like, well, you know, do you want to get here? And I'm like, yes. And he goes, well, shut up and listen and you'll get here. Fortunately, 90% of what I did was out of my comfort zone, but mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to be at his level. And so people now, you know, they're, they think of the, being the average five people and of that they hang around and they're like, well, there aren't those mentors out there. First of all, there are those mentors out there. there 
um, all more over. so than ever. Oh my gosh. More so than ever. Yeah. And you can find those mentors on Instagram, people who are mm-hmm. trying to trying to give you in the free content that they are trying to give you to deliver you to get to that next level. I, I, I mean, look at what you're doing with your TV show. You're a mentor. So nobody's having to pay to come watch your TV show. It's, it's free. It's on, it's exactly. on Success TV. It's free. Yeah. It's on the network. They can come see it. You constantly putting out content. You're a contributor to Shot Callers Magazine. I mean, your article last month, we've gotten positive feedback in such a great manner. So there's all sorts of, so I have mentors all over the place that I've mm-hmm. never met. And And that's what I think people understand is they think, oh, a mentor is somebody I have to pay. I have to follow them around. And yes, that is one option. But again, Jim Rohn is one of my mentors. He's even no longer with us, but his messages go on. You know, Brené Brown, Oprah Winfrey, it's, you know, now more than ever with technology, with things like Clubhouse, um, you know, TikTok, um, YouTube, you can think about who is it you want to become and then find people who represent that and follow them, listen to them, you know, look at their habits and their disciplines and run your life and your business as if you are that person. And slowly it starts to come together. That is powerful, powerful. That's right. And when you do that and you start planning your business as if you were that person, it's just going to slow. It's going to continue to happen. I love that you said Jim Rohn. I, w- I worked out this morning listening to Jim Rohn. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, he doesn't love Jim Rohn. I mean, yeah. my goodness, the man's amazing. Yeah. And so his, his talks are just so awesome. It's just, I did that. I was listening to him on vacation too. And I was just like, man, he just, his sense of humor and the way he puts it and just places it. It's, but those people, th- those are people that you're never, obviously I'm not going to meet Jim Rohn. Um, not in this lifetime. Not in this yeah. life. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, those people we're working out with, and I like what you said because that that leads into something that I, I think is powerful too. Is we we get this free content, we can go to YouTube, we can go to Motivation Success TV, we can watch your show, we can go through all this, all these to find these mentors and get to a certain level. Once you hit that level, what's going to happen is, and this is not to sell a coaching program. This is to let you know that you're going to evolve to the place of going to a coach like Clara, finding a coach that resonates with you. Do you have any advice for people when they're looking for a coach, how to get that match up perfectly? Because you need somebody who's honest with you, but what advice do you have to somebody when they get to that point? Because I think it's- Yeah, because it's uncomfortable. Again, they're going to push you out of your comfort zone. So I would go back to the idea again, who is it you want to become? So when I was looking for sort of an executive coach for myself is I wanted to find somebody that had online courses, that was a speaker, you know, that was doing the things that were in my next step. And so I went to them. And so my executive coach now, she is two steps ahead of me because I can learn from her and how she put those components together. She has a coach that is two steps ahead of her. So the idea is again, I don't necessarily wanna look 10 steps ahead of where I wanna be. I wanna look to sort of what's the next rung that I'm trying to get to and find somebody. Find somebody again that you believe is going to believe in you that has done the things successfully that you are trying to accomplish, again, has the mindset and is going to come from a place of love. Because again, they're going to give you honest feedback. It's not always going to be comfortable, you know, and sometimes one of my coaches even says to me, you know, I don't mean to be harsh. And I'm like, you're not because you're coming from love. Everything you're telling me is so I can get 
better. So you've got to be able to have that honest relationship of knowing that it's not being mean, it's constructive. And right. again, being open to that. And if you don't, I, if, I mean, from my experience with coaching and being coached, I mean, I think if you don't have those conversations, you might not be getting, you might be getting ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think, you know, you don't want a yes coach. You want somebody, I mean, obviously you want your coach to support you, but you want the ugly truth. I mean, mm -hmm. and I think that a, a proper coach gives you that. And so that's, it isn't always easy. I mean, we never, you know, it took me a long time. I'm still mm -hmm. working on constructive criticism. And <laughs> Uh, as I'm sure you are, I mean, it's, it's, it takes, sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's, it's necessary. And, uh, sure. cool thing about what, with the coaches, I always said, you know, it's, uh, when you get a coach, you're just, you're just paying somebody to, um, tell you what your wife will tell you, but since you paid them that, you know, um, you actually go through with you actually it. Listen, so, huh? yeah. I know. I'm like, and I will oh, say I can't, that I can't you do need them. to pay for it. I mean, a lot of people, and again, you can have friends, you can join a mastermind, you can join a community and get feedback, which is great. Start yeah. there. But when you really want to go deep, there's power in paying for it. You show up differently, they show up and whatever, it's not a cost, it's an investment. And if you truly are serious about investing in your business, your life, your future, you do need to pay for it. It's the, it's the quickest way that I know of to double or triple your business. It really is. It's honestly, um, it, it that's the best way to put it. It's an investment. You want to double or triple your business and get to the next level or even your life. It doesn't have to be business. If you want to double exactly. or triple your, your fulfillment in life, um, I think and it, there's something about having to do that homework, having to do those next steps mm -hmm. and it turning in almost like a school assignment, but for your own life and the betterment that comes out of it, it's just it's transcendent. So I, I love it. I, I'm a big believer in it. And again, you can find all those things. Um, so how, how does everybody find you when they need to? What's yes, the best and way Thank to you do? so much. Yeah. I mean, I really hope that the viewers, you know, even the man out there, follow me. I love to, again, be a resource. So first and foremost, I have a gift for all of our viewers. Okay. If you go to my website, which is just claracapano.com, download my free ebook. We talked about saying no. Well, my free ebook is the art of saying no. So it's going to give you some easy strategies to learn to say no without maybe the other person hearing you say no. So it's a little safer and it's a little easier. Um, and again, on my website, everything you want about me is there. You can get my blogs, um, access to my TV show, both of them, the Working Women channel and Living Real. In addition to that, follow me on Facebook, um, again, my name, one of my groups is um, Smart Women, Smart Choices. So for you women out there, that's my, sort of my, my group. You can get access to all of my online courses on my website. Um, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn. Usually just go to my name and you'll find me. Uh, I love it. And, and of course, gonna... the TV shows on motivationandsuccesstv.com. Don't forget to go and watch the show. Absolutely. Yes. We have, we have plenty of experts there and, and also you're a contributor every month. So if you pick up the magazine, our magazine's free shot callers is free every single month. You're going to get Claire's insight every single month. So you're going to have some clarity that's going to brought, be brought to you every month. Um, Clara, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you so much and what you're doing for our network and for our team. Uh, we greatly appreciate you here on shot callers. Well, thank you. It's been an amazing opportunity. You know, so much more is ahead for all of us. And I just appreciate you so much 
for putting it all together because we grow stronger when we open our minds and when we collaborate together. And you really are a great example of bringing some great minds and great inspiration together. So I think we have to really acknowledge you as well. And, and I say, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for all of us. So thank you again, Clara, for all you thank shot callers out there watching and uh, reading. Thank you again and come check us out. Bye now.